yeah, who knows? There might be a Chinese version of Kingsman or Statesman. Emperorsman. Yeah, and there might be a Canadian one. (laughs) The Mounties. (laughs) Yeah, or a Mexican one, you know. Los Hombres. Los Hombres. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was like, oh, it's a cartel. (laughs) Just a cartel. (laughs) The 2OC. The show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world. Orange County, California. Orange County, Florida. Welcome to episode 20. This episode of the Tools will be talk about Tis the Season of Ghost, Ghouls, and Pumpkin Spice, Manners Maketh the Man, and Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. I'm Al Flores. <laughs> Uh, and I'm Anton Duong. I'm not redoing that intro, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because I, I I didn't expect uh, any of the wubba dub dub. I know. For for listeners uh, that don't know, I do not let Anton know what the intro is going to be. <laughs> and the only warning in my game is I'm setting myself up for failure with this intro. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just happy I nailed it on one take. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right, Ed Todd. So, what do you got going on this week? Uh, let's see here. Um, this week, not really much, but I did see a lot of movies this week. I uh, I started using the Movie Pass, and I'm gonna have to say, dude, it, this pass is probably one of the best things that was ever made. Get your money's yeah, worth. Yeah, you you get your money's worth, and at the same time, I'm using my stubs card at AMC, so I'm getting double whammy with one deal. Wait, are you getting? Are you, are you getting full ticket value? Oh yeah, for the stubs, stubs yeah. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So you know how you pay for stubs every year, like um, if you do the premiere. So basically, yeah. after however many points you get, you get snacks and stuff like that, right? So for right. this, I'm using money from the movie pass to buy these movie tickets that gives points to my movie stubs. So. Did you sign up for the AMC Double Rewards like in August? I signed up a long time ago. I've always had this rewards for a very long time, but um, I didn't do this new program that they're having where you watch however many movies, specific summer movies, to get that extra. Because I, I, there wasn't a whole lot of movies that I was like, oh, this is something that I really wanted to watch. Because most of the time, I always go to those movie screenings early. So that's why it didn't really apply to me to sign up for that uh, that program in particular. No, so <clears throat> AMC does like these side programs that you have to sign up for. Like, you, not sign up for, but enroll in, even though it's free and it's it's within the their current reward system. Mm-hmm. So in August, they're like, oh, uh, for the month of September and October, we're giving double rewards. Just click here to enroll. Oh, okay. I didn't do that. But I did know about the thing where you watch like five IMAX movies during the summer. Then you get one of the mm-hmm. movies for free or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they do, they'll do stuff like that. But... The funny thing is, that I guess when I went to go see it, I didn't get double points for it. And I was kind of like, oh, whatever. Maybe I just enrolled wrong. 
And today, literally today, I got the email saying, you registered for double points offer, but we accidentally awarded you the incorrect amount. We fixed it. Our bad. <laughs> so you got points for it? Yeah, they, they fixed it. Like, I, I only got like regular amount of points for watching it. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I was like, oh, that's whack. I didn't get my double points. But I guess they, they credited me the, the points they cheated me. So they credited your points for it? Yes, for okay. it. The movie It. So since we're already talking about It, should we talk about It? Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. I'll be pouring my uh, my Captain Morgan pumpkin. Rum? What was it called? Jack, oh, Jacko Blast. Jacko Blast. That's Cap- a good name for a rum. Captain Morgan. Yeah, so I'll be sipping this and hopefully give you guys a review after we finish talking about It. <laughs> okay, we'll be talking about it. All right. We'll be talking about It, the movie It. Okay. All right, we're going to be talking about It. So, <laughs> this is a remake, reboot of the series It. And I think this movie came out in the late 80s? No, no, no. Probably mid-90s. Mid- mid-90s. Because I remember seeing this in the 90s. It reminds me of how frightening it was to watch a movie back in the 90s because when I first saw it, you know, I, I only watched certain parts of it because I would be so scared watching it. Who should watch these um, horror movies at home? Me and my sister, when we were little kids, we didn't really like horror movies. So most of the movies that mm-hmm. we watch at you know, the theater is just action and drama. So this is one of the movies that, you know, is... That frightens me when I was a little kid. You know, watching Freddy Krueger, Jason, Halloween, all of those movies gives that, I don't know, it gives this type of vibe that that horror movies these days don't do the same justice. Well, for me, it was the movie Chucky. Like, the, the Chucky movies were the freaked me out. Yeah, and you know, that, that that's the thing. Like, the first couple of Chucky movies was really good because it had some type of story that you're, like, trying to relate to. And I think, you know, this a, a movie like It kind of gives that that childhood aspect of it. Because it's telling a story about a bunch of kids hanging out with each other, trying to figure out these mysteries. Mm-hmm. And just to cut it short, it's basically Stranger Things in a two-hour movie. Yeah, it's uh, Stranger Things was nostalgia for the Goonies and It. And now It is this nostalgia for... Stranger Things. And it even has that kind of kid from Stranger Things, too. Yeah, freaking hey, that sarcastic little kid. It's freaking <laughs> hilarious, dude. Yeah. I, I think that's the cool thing about, you know, these these kids back in the days is they, they have all of these uh, things to do. Like, they had adventures. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of imagination on, on, on what they want to do. And nowadays, kids don't do that anymore. I remember when we used to go on our bikes around the neighborhood, you know, when we were little kids. Right. So I think that's the cool thing about, you know, that that childhood that nobody gets anymore. Like all the kids these days is just going to miss all those things. And the only time that they'll see something like that is in these movies. No, I agree. And that's the thing. I think that's what they're trying to connect with is like, hey, remember these carefree days where you and your friends just go around. And they even have a scene, had a scene in the movie where like the kids just went to a uh, a quarry, like a flooded quarry, and just swam around in the water. Like, not really caring about anything, just being kids. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about the pacing of the movie? Because I think they did pretty well. 
I think the pacing's right. At no point that I feel, oh my god, the movie's lagging, or oh my, like, or or oh, they're rushing it. But I think the the pacing's good. I didn't have no problem with the pacing. Um, I'm happy the movie was the the length it was. Yeah. and I, I I had this feeling at the very beginning of the movie. I don't know if you had the same thing, but when I watched it, <laughs> it it kind of gives me that feeling of oh my god. This is going to be one of those horror movies that are going to be so cheesy, but it isn't Mm -hmm. like it it took. I think it took me a couple of scenes to get really into it because there was a couple of scenes where all of a sudden out of nowhere, one of the kids would have some type of, oh, okay, I'm sorry, spoilers. Some kid would have some type of encounter with one of the the characters from Pennywise. Yeah. Like it's like all random all suddenly and. After a while, I'm like, oh, okay. They had to set it up this way. Yeah, so for spoilers, skip ahead 10 minutes. Oh, eh. Yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. <laughs> um, we'll put the spoiler warning. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Be advised that spoilers may lie beyond this point. You have been warned. Proceed at your own risk. Have a nice day. No, yeah, the, the first scene, it... That's I think that was the start of my disappointment, um, but I was trying to be forgiving because that is how, you know, most horror most horror movies or uh, suspenseful movies they start off with something that happens because character is naive or dumb or just clueless. Yeah, it, and for them to choose a kid that's like what, what, what like there was probably like four year four years old, mm-hmm. five years yeah. old. Um, first off. Why the hell is he letting the kid, somebody letting the kid outside in the rain by himself <laughs> when he's not that young? Yeah. The other thing, too, is the kid didn't register, like, there's an effing person in the sewer talking to you. And three, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to freaking talk to the guy, even if he is down there. <laughs> but he has his well, boat. I don't care about no damn boat. That's the <laughs> stupidest thing. You, lo- you lost your life because... Over a, like a two cent piece of paper, but his it's his brother's piece of paper. His brother made it. It had meaning. I don't know, that, but I'm saying <laughs> that I was willing to forget, uh, forget, forget, forgive, mm-hmm. uh, because again, that's how horror movies are. It's, just, it's flawed characters that set up the whole thing. Yeah. So other than that, what right. what do you think about the kids uh, that they casted for this? Dude, they did a great job with the kids. Um, Every every one of them had had a good job with the you know portraying their persona. They clearly had their own identity. They had their own inner demons, which did play a part in it because it. Well, stop calling it. it. <laughs> Pennywise the clown mm-hmm. is a, a person personification of their biggest fears. Yeah. So like for them to develop, take the time to develop each character's inner demons and what they fear and not just like a quick oh this person's scared of clowns so just remember that for the future <laughs> it's more no, they, like it's kind of like they're trying to reason everything but I, it, which is good they're letting yeah no they're, yeah they're letting you learn the kid like learn about the kids and get to know the kids organically at no point that i feel it was forced yeah and the kids, they had great dynamic. It does remind you of, of uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, it does. And what do you think about uh, the guy that plays Pennywise? 
Uh, so, we, we said his name last time too. Uh, I think it's that. Bill. Bill Skarsgård. 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 I just remembered ending it as if it was a question. Yeah. Skarsgård. Skarsgård. So Bill Skarsgård. Um, no, he did a great job, dude. Like I was saying, like it. I think his brother. Yeah. I think his brother is an amazing actor too. Who's his brother? His brother is. Or like, what would I know his brother from? Have you seen Tarzan? The new one with Margot Robbie. Oh no, I haven't. It stars Alexander Skarsgård, which is uh, his brother. He's also been in uh, a couple of shows too. One of the big ones that won lots of awards last weekend at the Emmys is mm-hmm. uh, Big Little Lies. Another one I didn't see. Yeah, big... I'm, fa- I'm failing. I'm failing you here. <laughs> okay, bro. so Big uh, Little Lies is a show on HBO. And Alexander Skarsgård is part of the cast. Okay. Yeah, he this guy's getting a lot of really good roles. And I, I think he's a very good actor. I think the first time that I actually recognized him was in Tarzan. And he did such an amazing job in that movie. I really thought that I didn't like Tarzan. But he did a very, very amazing job with that. <clears throat> Sorry, I just took a sip of a... Uh... The Captain Morgan, I got stuck mid sentence. Um, no, he did a great job. Like he had that charisma. Mm-hmm. Like as, and that's what you need from a villain. You can't just have somebody that's like, just just menacing or anything like that. You need him to kind of have multiple layers. Mm-hmm. That I think that's why they always cast like British actors as villains in movies because they sound very villainy. <laughs> it's their well, it's it's their tone, but at the same time their accent kind of gives them uh, a bit of charisma. It's kind of like that Jaguar commercial with all of those British actors. Oh, yeah. No, and that's fun. Like, I, I'm happy that they they poke fun at, the, at that. But at the same time, like, I'm sure they're happy. Like, well, we have jobs. We have job security. As long as, <laughs> as, as, long as movies have antagonists, we're going to have job security. Yeah. So the, um, yeah, no. the thing that I think about it is, I mean, this is chapter one, basically. What they're doing is chapter yes. one. I think they're going to have to shoot the second one right away, which I'm guessing they're shooting they soon are. or now. They are. They, they are. They're doing the casting for the adult versions like almost immediately because they want to film at least the flashback scenes mm-hmm. um, as, as like the first phase of, the, of filming because they want to get the kids in the scenes as how they are now mm-hmm. rather rather than a year and a half or two years from now. Where they might have you know, hit puberty, or they might have gotten older, or something. Something might have been different about them. So, since we're, we we kind of talked about Stranger Things earlier, uh, did you know that uh, one of the guys uh, from that show, which is the guy that plays the cop, what about him? Uh, he actually got casted to be Hellboy. I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but he looks pretty good at, as Hellboy. It reminds me of Ron Perlman, kind of, because he has that same. Uh, face structure. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, yeah. What? and there there is a picture of him as Hellboy. Mm-hmm. I can see it because he has. You're right. He has like the the pronounced eyebrow. He has like the really square jaw, square square face overall. So yeah, no, you could pull it off. Yeah, and he's definitely, and, he's a big dude too. Oh yeah, he's a he's a pretty big dude. And in Stranger Things, uh, we did see that he was you know pretty chubby and. He, he was kind of obese. So they had him training for months to get into shape uh, for Hellboy. Did he and pull a dude, Chris Pratt? 
Yeah, he pulled a Chris Pratt, dude. That's insane. Like chubby, like chubby, like the the dad bod from um, Parks and Rec to yes, freaking yeah. superhero. Yep. Yes, sir. Damn. Huh? He can pull it off. So no, I, dude. Props to him. Because I don't think. Uh, let me see. I, I have to look up what else he's been because he looks familiar. But I'm pretty sure the only time I've seen him is probably like the in like you know behind the scenes or as an extra kind of person. Yeah. Yeah, he's been in quite a, a bit of movies, but he's not the lead or anything. And it's good that he's getting uh, lead roles now. He's he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, I, I'm seeing all his... It's funny, up until like 2012, mm-hmm. all of his roles have been like one-offs. Like He's been in Law & Order, The Unit, um, Quantum of Solace. Oh, oh, Quantum of Solace, okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, like, you know, one episode. Mm-hmm. And up until uh, Pan, that short-lived series Pan Am with um, Christina Ricci. Yep. Yeah, like that's the that's the first time he he had a recurring role in anything. Yeah. So let's uh, uh, kind of close out this conversation about it. So, so no more no more it talk. No more it talk. Well, actually, okay. Well, one second. Uh, what would you grade it? I would grade it probably say an eight and a half. Actually, nine. Out of ten, I would I, I would have gone eight, I would go eight and a half because I think it's the movie's good but I think it's overly hyped. I I went in with low expectations. That's okay. what gave it a nine for me, and yeah. I was expecting it to be like any other horror movies that's been out for the past couple of years. And I don't I don't think any type of movies in the last decade that kind of gives me this vibe from the nineties as a you know growing up watching these uh horror movies yeah i agree yeah and uh just one more thing since we're already talking about horror movies mm-hmm. did you see the picture for jamie lee curtis she's back for halloween oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see any pictures but i did hear the news yeah so i think they already shot the movie it's coming out this halloween that's fast I is I- it this halloween uh um, let me check. I think it would have to be this Halloween because I don't think they would hold on to it for another year. Yeah, let's see. Halloween. Although, speaking of recurring actresses, um, did you see who they got to return to the trans? Oh, the Terminator franchise. Yes, I heard. Can you tell us who? Linda Hamilton. It has been a while since we've seen her. She's been in a lot of little roles here and there, small films, independent, and some TV shows too. But nothing that really shows her that you can recognize. I mean, you might see her in a lot of things, but she doesn't have that same look as she used to in Terminator 2. No, in Terminator, she had like a badass look. <clears throat> Actually, the, the most recent thing I saw her in was um, the show Chuck. Mm-hmm. She played uh, Chuck's mom. Oh. Spoiler alert for a show that ended like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, she... Oh, my God, what's that? Who does she remind me of? Because um, it's funny. You see her her picture from the, a scene in Terminator, and she looks like a badass, kind of like, you know, with the glasses, the, you know like short sleeve shirt with a rifle with a shotgun in her hand mm-hmm. and then you see her now she's like 
She looks like very like suburban mom. Yeah, that's what I would say too. You wouldn't recognize her unless you really like, oh, like you know, see her her bone st- well, her bone structures doesn't really show justice because she has more 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 definition in her cheekbones now. Kirsty Alley. That's what she reminds me of. A skinny Kirsty Alley. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Just like the eyes and the eyebrows, I think. Mm-hmm. So, Jamie Lee Curtis's Halloween is actually coming out next Halloween. Wow. So, yeah. she was so she was just casted then? Uh, no, they actually took a picture uh, recently to show uh, people kind of like a teaser. Yeah. Yeah, so... In the picture, you probably find it in the show notes here, but um, in the picture, it shows her with her classic white t-shirt and jeans, I think. And in the background, you see Mike Myers. Not Austin Powers, Mike yeah, yeah, yeah. Myers, but Mike Myers. The, no. <laughs> I, okay, because how many, how many Halloweens were there? It's like a freaking like over a dozen, right? Uh, dif- different ones uh, there, but you know the the good the original ones, cast. the original, the original cast. cast. Yeah. I think the last one that that they did was Halloween Resurrection. That was in two thousand two. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That that by that point, that's like that's like nothing to do with the original story. Yeah, but they they had uh, quite quite a few. Well, yeah, that was back in the back in the day when they used to. Actually, this is, the movie Halloween is one of the reasons. Actually, no, I was thinking Friday. Yeah, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. But like that's those are the type of movies that made me fear that Saw was going to become one of those movies, which it kind of did. Yeah, just a new new movie every year kind of thing. I think it, certain certain <clears throat> studios they just want to milk it, kind of like a Paranormal Activity. Well, and I've also heard that like horror movies compared to other movies are not that hard to, or not that not that expensive to make. It's a lot of practical effects. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, I think if you, as long as the movie makes like twenty million, they're like, eh, good enough. Yeah. So other than horror movies, anything new with uh, Star Wars this week? Well, there's a potential leak. Um, there was some uh, tweets put out by Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, the yeah. Mark Hamill, the Mark Hamill, uh, Mister Mister Skywalker himself, mm-hmm. um, the good one, not the evil one. Yeah, he was talking. Or or, or maybe he's evil uh, in the Last Jedi. Ah, uh, ah, you never know. <clears throat> so I guess he was tweeting out some um, some behind the scenes or like teaser pics for the Last Jedi, and I think the next the next iteration of the movies. And somebody asked, like, hey, Mark, whenever we can get another another trailer for The Last Jedi? And he goes, eventually, it's coming soon. Um, but unrelated topic, watch Monday Night Football on October 9th. So we might see a new trailer for Star Wars on October 9th. Okay, let me try to confirm something real quick. Okay, go ahead. So here's what I heard. Okay. And I'm going to confirm this right now. So... Did you hear about when he was trying to say something and uh, they're asking him, does he like bears, the bears, uh, which Mm -hmm. is the team? Oh, you think he's trolling? Yeah, he's trolling because I think the bears are playing that night. So I'm I'm just going to confirm October 6th to see because I think what he's trying to do is he's trying to tell a joke because he was still on that joke from last week. Mm -hmm. So let me double check to confirm that. 
So uh, October 6th. No, October 9th. Uh, 9th. Oh, Bears Vikings. You're right. Yep. Yeah, it was a joke. It's not. I know. It's not going to be on that day. I didn't even think about that. You're right. He is a notorious troll when it comes to Star Wars fans. Yeah. And uh, his reply was, I was trying to make a Bears joke. Nobody gets me. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one he did? If uh, He's going to see the... Oh, the uh, trailer. Oh, not trailer. But he was kind of saying, like, oh, a, a trailer from the Star Wars, the new Star Wars movie, and he, like, he just took a picture of, like, inside his movie trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's a great guy. I, I, I went to see him uh, live just to talk for, like, two hours, and he's so good. He's a very good storyteller. So if you ever get a chance, watch some of his YouTube videos of him talking at the, the Star Wars panels. It's really inspiring, and also you get some really good, backstage stories that you don't really see or hear about anywhere on you know the special features or anything on star wars dude he's just a great guy like i've heard his interviews on the nerdist Mm -hmm. he does amazing impressions dude like he has a he nailed down harrison ford for for impressions (laughs) yeah he he does a very good job on, on on harrison ford i heard that one before yeah but you're right he does he does have some great stories he does have like a great personality when it comes to just, just being able to be a, a casual guy, I think, and I think that's what becoming popular at such a young age, you kind of have to find your own way of letting yourself out. Yeah, that's true. So I think that him trolling is probably his his way of showing his personality. And he kept himself sane too. I mean, a lot of these actors in Hollywood over time, when they're when they start out young, they just go crazy. Well, I mean, yeah, like Carrie Fisher, R.I.P. Like she struggled with like the. The celebrity life and being typecasted in Star Wars, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford he had a similar issue until he um, was it Indiana Jones or was it uh, Blade Runner? All no, of it. <laughs> no, no, no. But there's there's one like that, that. It was one movie that that kind of helped him get out of the the Han Solo Han Solo image. I think a uh, uh, Blade Runner. Is it Blade Runner? Yeah. Because yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I can imagine if you, if you don't get I mean uh, what's it? Christopher Reeves. He couldn't. He couldn't get a no, not Chris or Reeves. The other, the one before him. Ah, oh, damn! I forgot. Well, I think all the Supermans have that issue. Yeah, Brendan Ruth. Yeah, th- yeah. I think all the Supermans have that issue where like they and they struggle to break that that image, that typecast. Yeah, that's true. It, it, it kind of stunts their uh, acting ability to be in other characters. Right, which a lot of people go like, well, that's fine. You still get a paycheck, but at the same time, uh, yeah, the paycheck's part of being an actor, but for the most part, you're struggling. Not not everybody is a, a major celebrity, and you do it because you love you love acting. Yeah, like uh, Sean William Scott. He's a great actor, mm-hmm. but he kind of gets thrown the- into the bus as Stifler. Yeah. The, the same same uh same personality same everything um I'm waiting for Kevin Hart to have well I think he's probably already had that that breakdown yeah oh speaking of breakdown is your Jim Carrey he is a very good artist is that what you're going with do you think that's it's all uh it's a ruse or it's it's part of his uh what you call it, it it's part of his character that he's trying to make I think he's trying to do uh, a bunch of different things. <laughs> 
but besides that, can you tell us a little bit what happened to Jim Carrey or what's going on? So Jim Carrey was at the Milan fashion event and he was just, he was wandering the street right outside the event and a reporter's like, oh, well, it's Jim Carrey. I'm going to go interview him. <clears throat> and he starts off very normally, but then he just starts talking about random stuff and he's, then he gets into, oh, what? well, are we even here? Are we, are we real? Is this just a figment of our imagination? And he finishes with, he finally, he finally, quote unquote, became woke. Then realized that he's not real. Jim Carrey is not real. None of this is real. Say Jim Carrey. Yes. What? I've covered a lot of fashion weeks. This is the first time I've run in to Jim Carrey. Wait, tell me, is it true you're wandering the streets? You need a date to the party? What's up? No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm doing just fine. Uh, I just, uh, you know, there's no meaning to any of this. So I, uh, I wanted to find the most meaningless thing that I could come to and join. And, uh, and, uh, and here I am. They're celebrating- I mean, you gotta admit, it's completely meaningless. Well, they say they're celebrating icons inside. Celebrating Do you icons. In icons, boy, that is just the absolute lowest aiming, you know, possibility that we could come up with. It's like icons. What do you do? You believe in icons? I don't I believe in personalities. I don't believe that you exist. But there is a, a wonderful fragrance in the air. You don't believe certain icons have the power to make change, to think differently, to be bold, to inspire others? Artistry? You're one of them. On the good foot. Ha! Yeah. You shut it down now. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I don't believe in icons. Uh, I don't believe in personalities. I believe that peace lies beyond personality, beyond invention and disguise, beyond the red S that you wear on your chest that makes bullets bounce off. I believe that it's deeper than that. I believe we're a field of energy dancing for itself. And, uh... I don't care. But Jim, you got really dressed up for the occasion. You look good. No, was I didn't that an get accident? dressed up. I didn't get dressed Who up. Who did? There, there is no me. There's no you. No. We're not here. This is a dream. There's just things happening. And there are clusters of tetrahedrons moving around together. Okay. Yeah. So what's happening in our world right now? Because there is a lot of news that actually is relevant that's not that yeah. Here's uplifting. the thing. It's not our world. None that's of this is key. real? Nope. nope. So you're just passing We don't through. matter. We don't matter. Oh, wow. There's the good news. Okay. I think he's just trying to be weird and funny. I don't know. I'm, I'm scared. Like, I know he has a project coming up um, besides his the, the one he's producing, which is uh, I'm Dying Up Here. What's that show? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm blanking out. I know he has something else coming up, and I and I think depending on what kind of character that that turns out to be, we'll we'll have our answer. If not, then I'm really concerned for him. Yeah, there's a short documentary on YouTube that I saw of him, where he is an actual artist. Like he actually draw. I mean, not draw, but like paint. He paints. Did you know huge, that he paints? Huge paintings. Yeah, I was like, wow, he's really good. Okay, and okay, for people who haven't seen it, some of these are like the side the side of a building, like that kind of size. Like he's on a ladder. Like billboard to paint. size. Yeah, like he's on a ladder to paint some of this stuff. Uh oh, the, the that's the thing. So the 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 show he's working on now is uh Kidding. He plays Jeff slash Mr. Pickles. 
Mr. Pickles. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I, he was P- Mr. Pickles. Well, okay. In so, so it might be part of him doing the whole, what's called? Uh, method acting. Method acting. Because here's a synopsis for Mr. Pickles, or the, the show Kitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, a.k.a. Mr. Pickles, an icon of children's television, a beacon of kindness and wisdom to America's impressionable young minds and parents who grew up with him, who also anchors a multi-million dollar branding, branding empire. But when a beloved personality... Uh, hey, it kind of oh, makes sense because Paul, he's in Milan for a fashion show. Why, why else would he be there? Oh, like branding? Um, yeah. But when this beloved personality's family, wife, two sons, sister, and father begin to implode, Jeff finds no fairy tale or fable or puppet will guide him through the crisis. So pretty much like it, it, he has everything, but he's like he's starting to lose what we know as family. So this is uh, the result. A kind man in a cruel world faces slow leak of sanity as, hilar- as hilarious as it is heartbreaking. So maybe this might be him method acting. Yeah, it could probably be it, and who knows, that might be in the movie. It might be part of the movie. It fits, but it's also, some of the, some method acting is also very dangerous, like what happened with uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah, you don't want to do that. That's Sleeping pills. Well, that, just so many so It many drove things. him insane, because he yeah. was trying to sleep. He couldn't sleep because his mind was going too crazy. Yeah, d- depending on how deep you go with it, like you're playing on the edge of a cliff, and if you're not careful, you'll slip off of it. Yeah, but maybe he was trying to do Inception, because you know Christopher Nolan and everything. Eh, maybe, but we'll see. I mean, that's 2018, so another couple months, and we'll find out. Yeah. So we were talking about Star Wars earlier. Did you know that Disney paid Paramount? Because I mean. JJ was in a contract with Paramount for, I think, the next, I think he has two, three years left. So Disney paid Paramount seven figures just to get Abrams out of that contract. I mean, it's still instated, but just to get away. Paid Abrams or paid Paramount? Paramount. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because Abrams is supposed to be there for the next couple of years producing movies. Okay, so I'm ass- so Paramount does Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek Into Darkness, Star Trek. Yeah. Okay, all so that. The, okay, all right. So they still had him locked down for another three movies. Yeah, Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think he's still gonna produce them, but he's not gonna direct any movies uh, for the next three years because I mean he's gonna be working on. And this Star is, Wars. Yeah, and, and this is stuff that JJ would have developed on his own, but. Pretty much Paramount is paying to say we have first dibs, right? Yeah. And it, it's kind of interesting because he was basically pay, getting paid $10 million a year with the contract. So I think he was producing and also he had some projects that he was supposed to direct. But Disney kind of said, hey, uh, can we just borrow him for a little bit? Here's some money for compensation. So you're calling JJ a hoe. <laughs> is that what I'm hearing, Anton? I, I, I'm trying not to say that way, but uh, because I guess... You, because you still have the mystery box he sent you in the right behind you? Oh, yeah. Still have that. <laughs> Your little gift from JJ. <laughs> so, when he's done with episode 9 for Star Wars, 
he's going to come back to Paramount, and I think that's when his contract's going to be up with Paramount. So I don't know if he's going to continue to uh, sign a new contract or mm-hmm. if it's, you know... I don't, I don't know if you looked, because this year, I think this is probably one of the worst years for Paramount. Did no, you know I that? No, I haven't looked. Um, <clears throat> oh, sorry. Um, so for them to pay seven figures and even say that, say say it was just $1 billion flat, mm-hmm. that's Paramount pretty much, say, or Paramount and Disney agreeing that JJ's movies would have made at least... 350 million each oh, yes average. of course uh, uh that's that's a big amount of money because if you can compare it to some of the movies that he's made so far like for example uh the star star trek movies make at least like you know 200 during the summer and that's just domestic yeah and you know his low budget cloverfield movies would make like you know over 100 when you know they they didn't spend that much money um, money on it. Okay, well, okay. So Super Eight, which is the movie I was, I liked, but I think it was a little. Yeah, the ending was pretty bad. But anyways, they still made okay money with that one. Well, yeah, even that. So, uh, Super Eight, it made in the U.S. Oh, I just had it. Oh, one hundred and twenty-seven million. Which is very good for a low-budget movie. $50 million budget estimated. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they they at least doubled their money just with the domestic sales. See, and I think that's that's the reason why Paramount signed a contract with JJ because he's a safe haven for them to uh, produce these movies. Mm-hmm. And this year alone, so far, how much money do you think they, they grossed so far? Just just as an estimate on, on some of the movies. I'm, I'm going to name you some of the movies so you can have an idea. So they had Transformers The Last Night, Baywatch, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage, Ghost in the Shell, Monster Trucks, Fences, Rings, which is the horror movie, Arrival, Mother, which just came out, Silence, uh, Office Christmas Party, An Inconvenient Truth to Power, Allied, and Jack Reacher so far. Jesus. Um, at least two thirds of those like were complete flops. Mm-hmm. Um, I would guess eight hundred million. No, not even close. So, so far they've only made three hundred and ninety-eight thousand. Uh, I mean three hundred ninety-eight million dollars. No. Yeah, this is probably one of their worst. Well, and with JJ see- leaving, I don't know, dude. Uh, that's so okay just with I would have thought they would have had like at least 500 just from Fast and the Furious um no 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 Fast and Furious is not part of it it's triple x oh triple oh never mind then yeah Yeah. I would have still guessed like 500 so yeah because Transformers did I think that they were hoping Transformers would get them at least 200 but they only got 130 yeah well that's the thing though Transformers usually averages in like in the 200s for even at their at their worst. Yeah, and you saw how heavy they they tried to advertise Baywatch, and they only made fifty eight thousand of uh, fifty eight million dollars out of it. Oh, that was that was a fail to begin with, dude. Like they yeah. they tried to twenty one Jump Street it. No. Same thing with Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage, forty four million. Whew. That's oh Jesus. So yeah. just so let me see what what's a good. 
movie that came out there in the summer. So just Spider-Man beat it. Yeah, Spider-Man alone. Spider-Man alone beat all those movies. Damn. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, so I think this year, uh, so far, I think Warner Brothers made the most. I think they made uh, one point, uh, almost $1.5 million. And the one that made the most has to be Wonder Woman. Yeah, that was going to say, is it mostly like blockbusters or is it just a lot of these like you know average movies blockbusters uh i think mix, mix match no 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 i think uh warner brothers pretty much took it out this year they had amazing movies uh let me name a couple for you so they had wonder woman they had yeah. it oh yeah yeah they had dunkirk they had uh lego batman movie oh, okay they had, there you go. they had kong skull island they had annabelle uh, they had King Arthur, and th- those are just some because it just keeps going. Well, just with Lego and Wonder Woman, they were set. Oh yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, I'm surprised Disney didn't beat that all that. Yeah, and you know it, it kind of gives uh, Paramount a, a a bad image too because Mother just came out, which has Jennifer Lawrence in it. They were hoping a lot of people would see it because of Jennifer Lawrence winning uh, Oscars. You know. Yeah. No, that was, you know what? I was out <clears throat> right when I saw the age difference in Jennifer Lawrence and uh, what's that guy's name? Oh, Javier Bardem. Oh, Javier Bardem. Yeah. Yeah, like just when I saw, just when I saw the the age difference there, I was like, oh. It's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, 1960. He was born in 1969, so that makes him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we get it. He's old. 49. Oh no, but yeah, I mean, so it's, it's almost like 15 years above like Jennifer Lawrence's age. So I'm like that. That was kind of a little weird. Yeah, I mean, so, I was okay with uh, when he did uh, the Pirates movie. No, no, no. <laughs> Christina something Barcelona. It had he yeah, did Christina in Barcelona. <laughs> let, let me get the the name of the movie because I, I like the name. I, I like reading it. it. Hold on, give me a second. Oh, uh, Vicky Vicky Christina Barcelona. Yeah, Vicky Christina Barcelona. Uh, in that movie, they had <clears throat> Scarlett Johansson. Ooh, my girl Scarlett. Yeah, and I think that movie was probably like uh, eight years ago. No, no, more than eight years ago. It was like probably ten years ago. That was, and that I think that age gap was probably around fifteen. Almost years. It was, it was almost ten years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and even that, but he still looks like an older guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's when I was out. At first, I thought maybe like they were just like, she was just renting a room, and like, but when she said like husband, I'm like, okay, I'm out. That's just weird. That's gonna, that, that, that's gonna be bugging me the whole movie. Yeah, but uh, Jennifer Lawrence is, I think he, I mean, I think she is dating the director, Darren Aaron, Darren Aronofsky. She's what? I thought she was dating somebody else. No, she's dating him, Darren Aronofsky. Oh, I I just Googled him and the first picture that popped up is like him with a Hitler mustache. <laughs> <laughs> That's Darren. He's the same age as, uh, what's his name? As Javier. Yeah. 
They're both born in 1969. Damn, Jennifer has a thing for older guys. <laughs> except for, uh, what's his name? Um, okay, oh, but... Nicholas Holt. Uh, except for Nicholas Holt. Okay, I'll put it this way. Both these guys were drinking before she was even born. <laughs> that's that's a horrible way to put it, but I I, I guess that works. No, both the guys. That, that, that makes it really creepy. It does. That's hence the age difference. They were both born in nineteen sixty nine. She was born in nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. She's a Leo, by the way. Yay, Leos. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, side I, tangent. <laughs> I thought we're dragons. That's the year. Oh, Let's see. Okay. I'm I'm as egotistical as you can get. I'm a dragon. I'm a golden. Was it golden? I'm dragon? just kidding. I, I'm trying to do the Chinese zodiac and the regular zodiac. You're like Alan. I only <laughs> I only follow the true zodiac. I don't do the white man zodiac. It, exactly. <laughs> I think it's that, that is, is it older. Which is older? Which which zodiac is older? I'm willing to bet the Chinese one is older, just yeah. because the Gregorian calendar is like. Less than two thousand years old. Oh yeah, I think we go way back. Yeah, no, you're you're good. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put my, and plus, I trust the ages more with the astro- astronomical math. Yep, that's how it should be. Not being racist, just <laughs> stating facts. Ages yeah. are good at math. <laughs> so what's up? What, what else is new? Uh, nothing. After this episode, um, I'm gonna go to check out Disney and California Adventure with their Halloween stuff. Oh yeah, I heard that um, the Oogie boogie. boogie boogie. Is it boogie boogie or is it oogie boogie? Oogie, I have no idea. Okay, I'm shocked a lot of people know his name. I was like, okay, I just thought that ghost guy, but okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mission Breakout, Guardians of the Galaxy is gonna have a kind of like a, a, a Halloween theme. Yes, so Mission Breakout, of course, Hunter Mansion. Um, I think pirates is a theme. I can't Do remember. They? I I think they might have. Um, I know that Space Mountain they have. Uh, Space uh, Mountain, uh, the go, the yeah. Ghost, go, ghost something. I forgot what it was. Ghost Galaxy. Ghost Galaxy. Yeah, no, it's dude. I went on Tuesday, Tuesday night, and it was insane, dude. At the, at all the rides, at least half an hour. The big rides like Guardians, Pirates, Haunted Mansion, and. Uh, space, uh, hyper, oh my god, Space Mountain, uh, can you tell I've been drinking? Yes. Uh, <laughs> all over 120 minutes. Wow. At okay. N- at 8.30 that, at night, dude. That's basically Disney World there. <laughs> well, like, that's the thing, I'm like, holy crap, I mean, I'm like, okay, first week of Halloween stuff, I get it. So, like, me and my friends, we just went through, just checked out the stuff that they had, um, the Headless Horseman looked pretty legit that they put in California Adventure. Um, mm. Yeah, no, it's like, I, I just like, I, I'll try to get on the rides. Supposedly tonight, it's not going to be as insane as it was Tuesday. See, I'm happy that they're doing a lot more stuff for Halloween on the Disney California Adventure side because they never really did a whole lot on that yeah. side for Halloween. That, that's what everybody's telling me. There's, I think that's probably getting more excitement now is that both parks have Halloween on it. Yeah, so if you go, so, if you go to it, one park and it's busy, you just hop over to the other park. Yeah, there's so much to do and so much to see. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so I'm gonna try to check that out tonight. Hopefully, I have a uh, something better to review than <laughs> the Headless Horseman next week. So we'll find yeah. out. So since you're doing that, I'm gonna be checking out the Rick Mobile, which is the Rick and Morty pop up that they're doing. Uh, they're doing like a tour, and basically you get this uh, a giant vehicle that is Rick just looking around on the road and it's a, it's a, it's a Rick rocket essentially <laughs> that's what it looks like yeah yeah and uh, they're selling merchandise they're doing games and they're doing like prizes and stuff so it's kind of be kind of like a, a celebration of Rick and Morty so I, I I saw a couple of videos of people checking it out uh, a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and Dude, it's insane. People would line up like probably a mile or two miles out just to buy stuff. And I think it's while supplies last. So I'm going to have to go super early for this one. The The pop-up store that they did in uh, in L.A. a couple months ago, mm-hmm. it was like at, at the shortest or minimum four-hour wait. Wow, that, that's minimum. insane. So I don't know how crazy it is going to be here, but... I'm hoping to go uh, at least like an hour and a half to two hours early because I think it starts around five o'clock. Yeah, good luck, bro. <laughs> good luck on yeah. that one. Um, uh, okay, so... I'm going to give you a list. Let me know if you want anything from it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't know. Uh, so I know we're running a little short on time, um, so we're not going to have time, have time to do a full uh, movie review for... Uh, golden is it Golden Circle? What are they called? This, oh this yeah, one? Golden Circle. I, I don't Kingsman, know if you've golden seen Circle? it. Yeah, yeah. I saw that last night, and uh, I don't know if you're able to watch it this weekend. Even though it has a really low score of fifty percent or lower, I think on so, Metacritic. So did the other one, and the other one still made money. <laughs> yeah, you know the 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 first one was amazing because it, it had a lot of action, and it kind of gives you that uh, satisfaction when you're watching an action movie. Oh. Is it, you know it definitely ended with some satisfaction. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the first one because it it was it was different, and mm-hmm. it was a, a lot of unexpected stuff. Mark Hamill makes a cameo. Yeah, playing uh, the professor. Yeah, uh, Samuel, great job as the villain. Mm-hmm. And that's great the first job. time. That's the first time we see. Uh, oh my god, what's her name? Uh, that French actress. Oh, the one that's in the the Mummy movie that flopped. Uh, yeah, Kings, so, Kingsman, Meet the Cartel, great. Yeah, so uh, it's really good. I highly recommend watching it, and if you do see it this weekend, uh, we'll probably talk about it next week. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, it looks then. like it's a great cast. Um, and I, In my head, when I saw the trailer, I thought it was like, oh my god, it's King, Kingsman meets Anchorman. <laughs> and there are a lot of surprises that you okay, had to watch the first movie for. So whoever hasn't seen it yet, I recommend watching the first one first before you watch this one. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll I'll watch that one. Um, I'll try to watch it this week because I love Kingsman and I doubt it's going to be that busy that school's back in session. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hopefully we'll talk about it next week in more detail with another spoiler alert. Yeah, so just to end it up, you want to tell us your review of this Captain Morgan Fall Edition? You know what? I liked it. Um, it... <laughs> The bottle even recommends to, it's more for mixing than to uh, take a to sip on. So it says like either mix or shot. I sipped it. <laughs> I said, "Screw you, screw you, bottle. You can't tell me what to do." 
Um, not bad. <laughs> it, it, it really reminds me of, um, how was it called? Uh, Fireball. Fireball without the cinnamon taste. It's more like the spice, oh. the spices, mm-hmm. that kind of a uh, flavor to it. Um, a little bit thick, like kind of syrupy a little bit, which shows you how sweet it is. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for, for, for sipping, it wasn't that bad. Oh, sounds interesting. Yeah, no, I, I really recommend to try it out. Holiday mix. Mix it with some uh, rum chata. Uh, yeah, rum chata. Yeah, try so if you're that. doing like a Halloween party, this is probably a good cocktail to mix. Yeah, it really is. So Captain Morgan, Jacko Blast. Sounds dirty. Sponsor, this week is sponsored by Captain Morgan. Fall 30, edition. 30% alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end this show. All right, Anton. How can I, how can people support my alcoholism? Apparently, <laughs> they can go to our website at www.the2oc.com and scroll to the bottom where you can click on "Buy Us a Beer" button, and you can also support us by buying swag. We got stickers and T-shirts on our website. There's a little store, like a gift shop. And also, we might have a couple of show notes here and there with Amazon links to some of the stuff that we talk about on the show. And if you like to purchase anything or not, or maybe you want to buy something else, just click on our link anyways. When you do buy something, it gives us a little kickback. So, please do that. Always nice to support us without having to do anything extra. Um and if you want to drop us a line or just follow us to see what we're doing, you can follow us at on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the 2LC for each one. And you can send your your emails over to mail at the 2LC.com. All right, Antoine, anything else? Uh, yeah, just a little quick thing. Uh, we want to give our uh, shout out to uh, our, our hearts and prayers to Mexico City yep. and Puerto Rico. Yeah, dude, that's, that's rough. I mean, for you, I'm sure you're getting a lot of Puerto Rico news. For us, we're getting a lot of Mexico news. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's a lot of uh, stuff going on down there. So. Yeah. L- luckily for Mexico, all my family is safe. I know a lot of people aren't that lucky, but I mean, I'm thankful for that. Yeah, that's good. Yep. All right. So. All right. For the 2OC, I'm Alan Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Way to bring everybody down, Anton. <laughs> yep. <laughs>